Hi everyone, and welcome to Your Sexified Life. In case we haven't met yet, I'm Fanny, your pleasure coach and creatrix of Sexified. In this podcast, we discuss what makes being alive sexy. Pleasure, orgasms, body reconnection, self-evolution, emotions, everything we need to reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life we deserve. Without zero bullshit tolerance, also. And most of all, we take the commitment to feel alive, because we only have one life and it's time to live it. Because being alive is sexy. Welcome to your sexified life. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. We're getting a deep dive today into the crowd that has decided to live into our brains. You may have heard of the hamster wheels of your thoughts, the vritis if you're familiar to yoga, or however you want to call all the voices and thoughts inside of our heads. Personally, I know I have a lot of them. My inner child who wants something right now or a throat tantrum. There is my drama queen teenager dedicated to believe the world sucks, nobody can understand me. And I also have a lot of people having constant opinions on what I do, what I think, constantly commenting what I do or even what I want to do, criticizing even wanted to do something. A lot of people who are not really by my side, not friendly. Through a discussion with a loved one not so long ago, I had a revelation. My head is like a crappy and unhealthy SM dungeon. Let me clarify something right away. A real SM dungeon is safe, respectful, consensual, and whatever you want to experience, you have to agree with it, or if you don't, you have your safe word. Whereas in my head, I just see many people dressed in various colors and crappy clothing, just being there and enjoying making me feel bad. Definitely not a real SM dungeon, since there is no consent and no safe word, but you see what I mean. Many of us have subpersonalities in our minds. Maybe inner children? I know personally have three of them, and like a whole playground in my chest. We may have teenagers of various age. We may have young adults who don't know what they are doing and are aware they don't know what they're doing. We have a team of cops who are constantly reminding us what we do, what we can do, and what we cannot do. A severe teacher constantly criticizing what we do or even what we think we can do. Maybe a fake domina yelling at us, we're just a piece of crap and you shall stay little because you're so unworthy of any interest. Or maybe a secretary planner saying, I need you this for yesterday, you're so useless and incompetent, why didn't you this that way? Blah, 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 blah. Or some kind of therapist nodding her head from left to right, sighing because you're a lost cause. I cannot do anything for you. Nobody will ever love you. Or an inner parent who skipped parenting class and keeps saying, look at this person, she's so ahead of you, you're such a loser, why are you not there already? You'll never do anything good in your life. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, a lot of people in my head tend to... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you may have your own version of Professor Trelawney, the divination teacher in Harry Potter, predicting your future will be a catastrophe and you will die soon. Thanks for the heads up, I'm aware I'm gonna die someday. Anyway, 
maybe a siren that is singing in the central voice come on give in to your desire even if you know this is the worst thing to do at the moment come on come on and the list goes on and on and on and on there can be nice personalities too a parent figure who took actually parenting class and reminds you you did your best or some kind of a sassy Tinkerbell reminding you with her sassy voice, this is not a good idea. And you know it. And you know you shouldn't do it. But you know this isn't a good idea. <laughs> and other things in our brains that just feel weird. Some kind of a TV playing in the background rom-coms all day long. So even if we know this is not real life, it's still ingrained in our brains. Or maybe a magazine somewhere screaming at our faces. Want the best sex life ever? Follow this proven method working for everyone. Yep, apparently magazines also do a in my head. <laughs> Side note, these are just subpersonalities from my own brain, not pretending you have all of them too. I do hope I'm not alone with this, but if you're like me, there's a good chance the nice subpersonalities are kind of overthrown in numbers and power by the unpleasant team. And sometimes the nice team feels so weak, I'm not even sure it's here. I realize those people, those pieces of me, this dedicated people living in my SM dungeon, will always be here. They will always have something to say. If I'm doing something, they're here. If I'm not doing anything, they're here. If I'm just thinking of doing something, they're here. If I'm just thinking of something or someone else, they're here too. Turns out I'm not the only one they have comments and opinions about. That's great. And truth to be told, I'm not even sure there will ever be a time where when they will not be here. So since they are always here and always will be, and I felt bad, I felt bad about them, I needed to change something. If you are perfectly happy with all of those people in your head and live a life that feels amazing, please don't change anything, enjoy your life and go for it. You don't need anything. You can skip this episode. <laughs> but personally, I was like, I'm not happy with this. I need something to change. And when you want something to change, you have to let go of something so that you can have space for something else. Personally, I had to choose to stop running the same circle of thoughts in my head. Easier said than done. <laughs> but choosing something else by changing the thoughts I have. This is going to sound harsh, and I say that with the kindest heart possible. I say that to you and I say that to myself. Choosing is really meaning it. Not going into the, I wish this change, but... Insert a ton of explanations here. You have a lot and we have a lot of very valid explanations. We all do. But... At some point, those explanations, they come with a price we can't bear anymore. The price of keeping these explanations alive is too high. Maybe that's when we have an illness or an accident, 
or anything that forces us to reconsider the default program we're running with our heads and really noticing that these explanations and excuses, they're not enough. And we really want to change. For something to change, we actually have to let something go. I love this quote from Einstein saying that craziness is doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. If we keep running the same circles of explanations and external circumstances in our head when we want to move forward, that won't work. And time goes by. And then you arrive later in your life wondering, is that it? Really? But truth to be told, it can actually go way worse. You can totally dissociate. I'm sure there is a piece of you with a really tiny voice you may have a hard time to hear because the SM dungeon is so noisy. But I'm sure you have this tiny voice that says it's not supposed to go like this. Life cannot be just this. This is not normal. Sex shouldn't feel hollow, boring, or numb. And that tiny voice can really be erased as soon as it starts bubbling because, you know, life staff get a helmet, or that's what being a parent is, or that's what just it is, that's just what it is, and learn to accept it. Those tone, tone of SM Dungeon thoughts that I'm sure you have that voice that says this is not real. There is something else. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be here. But the point is, this tiny voice is truth. You're not crazy. You're not unsatisfied. Full of yourself. Delusional. If you hear that voice and honor it. And I know that inside you're, you know you're not. But the thing is, there is this small voice of truth and there is the big noise of the SM dungeon saying the exact opposite and how this tiny voice is wrong and you shouldn't listen to it. Our nervous system isn't built to hold this misalignment for a long time. At some point, it's unbearable. How come my truth could be wrong? So it switches everything off, and you become numb. And because you cannot selectively numb, you end up numbing what feels good, you end up numbing your sex life, and ends up living on autopilot a life of 50 shades of ugly gray really quickly. And that sounds hard, doesn't it? I say this, all of this, with a kindest heart. Again, because we're not trained to see that. The twisted game wants us to go forward, to be productive, to be a good soldier, giving your time to the entertainment industry in order for you to feel something. Although sometimes, yes, Netflix feels really good. Am I the only one waiting for Bridgerton season three? <laughs> but personally, I'm kind of done with that, with this twisted game that has decided what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do. And I'm done with this, <laughs> with this twisted game having taken the whole, the whole place inside of my head. That's why I've decided to share that podcast and share the thoughts that help me reclaim one moment at a time a life that feels like mine, with its peaks and its valets, and how sometimes, yes, I'm still under the influence of the SM Dungeon, 
and it sucks. <laughs> but I really wanted to actually share how you can fast track your growth in your own way without making the same mistakes as what I did. Hint, you will make yours too and we'll learn from them. It's just a possibility, an offering for you to avoid the same mistakes and actually make yours so that you can really learn from them. Well, that was really like <laughs> dramatic and channeling. So let's get back to what you can do with the SM Dungeons in your head. Okay, now I've decided I want to change. I'm done with this dungeon that has no consideration for the basic rules of every kinky play. So great, how do I do that? I don't know if you've tried that, but trying to fight the people in my head never really works. As the saying goes, what you resist persists. So yelling at my fake Domina when she yells louder than me that I'm unworthy of anything and that really nobody will love me because I suck so hard, it hasn't really worked. Neither did telling myself these things, these people inside of my head, don't exist. I am not angry, I'm totally accepting myself, I am okay with my pace, I'm worthy of love, and I have no problem in my life, everybody in my head is an amazing team support. If you have that, oh yeah, enjoy it. But personally, I thought I had that, then I started doing the work and I was like, okay, maybe not. As I always say, try gaining some weight to, to check if you truly accept yourself or if you're not. Turns out, I had a shitty ton of work to do, still. Sometimes, not really often, but sometimes, it can work. But if you remember from a previous episode, I do really hope I recorded this one, <laughs> this top-down approach isn't the most efficient. Adding a thought on something that is already totally filled up isn't working. Have you tried adding rocks to a glass that is already filled with water? <laughs> it's usually not very efficient. Whereas if you clear the space first, we'll talk about that in a second, then you can add something. That's the bottom to top approach. And even worse, when you pretend those subpersonalities don't exist, you start dissociating. Again, because your nervous system cannot handle two contradictory signals. I feel like crap, on the one hand, and you trying to convince yourself there's no reason to feel that way because I am totally happy. Mamp, let's switch that off because it's too hard to bear. All of those pieces, those subpersonalities, are a part of what we call the body-mind. You have your body, which can feel hot, cold, my arm is bent, my feet, my foot is broken, or anything. You have your mind racing and bumping from one thought to another. And then there's something in the middle, the body-mind. The body-mind speaks with subtle sensations, a pressure, a heaviness, a contraction, tingling, sparkles, warmth, small chills. And your thought, your subpersonality, can express itself through that. I'm sure when you call those subpersonalities to your mind, there's a good chance you can feel something somewhere in your body. A small contraction somewhere. Or 
a buzzing somewhere else, or a cold in your shoulders, or anything else. These subpersonalities are at the intersection of your body and your mind. And the good thing is, since they belong to your body, you can use it to work your way through them. And if you have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, you can find some information in the show notes where I have my ebook essence available for you. And if, feel, and if it feels too weird or too woo-woo, let it go. Maybe later, maybe never. Although if you don't believe in too somatic healing, you might find this podcast very boring. Just saying. The good thing is the subpersonalities being at the intersection of your body and your mind, now you have two ways of reclaiming your power over this SM dungeon. You can use either your body or your mind. You'll figure out soon enough that using your mind is really efficient but does not stick, whereas doing the work with your body is really less sexy, but that's when it stays. First, you can use your mind. Play with those subpersonalities. Make them ridiculous when you look at them. The more ridiculous, the better. Reframe the drama in your head. You know that fake Domina with her whip yelling at you that you're just a piece of crap and you're useless and blah 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 blah. Imagine her dressed in a ridiculously baby pink outfit with some baby vomit on her. You'll definitely find her less scary at the moment. <laughs> or the teachers that has her hair so tight it's not moving and this ugly brown skirt. No offense if you love brown skirt, they never look good on me, so that's why I hate them. But <laughs> this teacher con constantly criticizing, to, criticizing you because you should do this faster or you should have done it yesterday. Oh, isn't that a window that is just magically opening and totally mixing up, messing up with her hair so that she looks like an ugly witch from the fairy tales when we were children? Oh, and that porn star? Imagine her falling right on her face because of her high heels that are not designed for human feet. Have fun with them. The idea here is to cut the drama out of it. The more ridiculous, the better. I'm kind of sure you didn't need me to know how to play with your thoughts, but maybe you have noticed that it's not sufficient enough to make it stick. Working with your mind is a really quick fix when you are getting hijacked, but if you want things to stick, you need to work with your body. Yes, I know, I'm a broken record. I'm sorry. Working with your body means feeling the sensations. And I do want to point out that feeling the sensations is not feeling the story. You can feel the contraction in your belly from the criticizing teacher. Breathe into it and notice they are just sensations. You are safe. There is no teacher in the room yelling at you at the moment. No, you're not good at nothing because you have accomplished a lot. Come on, did we know as children that it would require so much work to become an adult? You're not unworthy because you're worthy of being here because you are here. And just because you are here, you're worthy of being here. That was a really complicated center, sentence. But just because you're here, then you're worthy of being here. To release the sensations, to feel them so that I can be released, there is no other way than honoring your body. And especially your body impulses. If you want to scream, 
scream. If you want to kick, kick. This is called releasing the stress cycle, and we will talk about it later in another episode. But simply put, the more you get through the sensations, the less those pieces of your body mind have power and the less you stay stuck with them. And slowly, they go away. Sometimes forever, and sometimes not. But when they come back, you know who they are, and you can make them ridiculous. So you are totally equipped to deal with them. The good thing with a dungeon is that it has a door. You can choose to close the door. And you closing the door is getting practical with the making the subpersonalities ridiculous or healing your body through feeling the sensations. Sometimes you will be able to close the door and sometimes not. Sometimes you will have enough muscle <laughs> strength to hold the door and sometimes you will not. Remember, there's nothing wrong with you. Even if it seems this dungeon, this SM dungeon has run the shows for a long time, maybe forever, in your head. There's nothing wrong with you. Sometimes you will be able to do it. Sometimes you won't. And there's nothing wrong with that. We are not trained to do that. And the Twisted Game teaches us to stay in the SM dungeon. Because it's the norm. Because that's everyone does. Because it's normal to hate yourself. And that's not true. Have compassion towards yourself. You have done half of the work. Now that you are aware you have an SM dungeon in your head, you can do something about it. Because when you are aware of something, then you can change it. Slowly, but surely. One step after another. It requires courage. It requires commitment. But so does the thriving sex and fulfilling life you deserve. Doesn't it? Because only you know what you want as a thriving sex and fulfilling life. Only you can choose to change your thoughts and say to this unhealthy SM dungeon that you want something else. Maybe somewhere with consent and safe world. Just saying. If you found this episode interesting or you know someone whose SM dungeon is really messing up with their life, feel free to share this episode with them. If you want to support the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. On Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the show's page, click on the star rating, and click on write a review. And on Spotify, you can find the star rating on the show's page too. If you want to know more, I have my free ebook for you in the show notes where I talk even more about reconnecting to your body to reclaim the pleasure and the sexiness of being alive, to reclaim the thriving sex and fulfilling life you deserve. Until next time, stay sexy.